When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to searsimports.com. Good morning. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. We have Down the Rabbit Hole coming up. It's a good in. It's a good in. 
It's actually one of the things uh, that I had in my head when I thought of the segment of, of letting you in my mind. I may not be able to tell you uh, where Phoenix is on a map, but I can <laughs> most certainly, most certainly tell you the primetime lineup on CBS in the 86-87 season. Uh, so today... Uh, well, uh, do we have time? I can go <laughs> yeah. through every day. Uh, but today, it's the inside story on the series finale of New Heart, which, no matter the publication, ranks it as one of the best series finales of all time. And uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. But first, just to put uh, a rash, uh, tinged bow on our last uh, conversation, this is what I love about our broadcast. One of many things is... We begin one way, and then somebody, be it Dawn, be it Lex, be it Kenny, takes the wheel of the car, <laughs> and we end up at a haunted house. You know, we had a path, and, and that's what happened in the last segment. Because if you will remember, the whole purpose of the last segment was about Starbucks. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Starbucks cups. Um, Starbucks cups. And somehow... It turned into a segment about Dawn's rashes, Kenny's mysterious rashes, and Dawn and Kenny sending us both basically nude shots of themselves so that we and the my talkers can diagnose their mysterious body rashes i'm just saying it's one of the reasons why i love coming to work every day you think you're going to talk about starbucks new cup uh-huh. and you and you end up talking about the fact that kenny likely has some bed bugs from a motel he stayed at on monday i think alexa started it because she was talking about she said that Thank you to my talkers yeah. for uh, my wasp sting, and she offered oh, all the of the remedies. You're and then, right. Then Kenny said that he had a weird rash, and then I yeah. said I also have a rash. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right, Lex. It's totally your fault. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. And now I don't have a shirt on, Thank and it you. feels better not. Oh, it does. oh my goodness! Yeah. Time to turn yeah. the cameras back on. Uh-huh. Okay. So what's no, that like again? No. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. So there we go. And my talkers have helped diagnose the skin rashes, too. That's right. So thank you, guys. Oh, my talkers, you're the best around. You are (laughs) going down that crazy ride with us because you're right. We're thinking cups, and here we are. Here we are. Yes. Skinny cheese. Let's go down the rabbit hole. David and Justin have been helpful, so thank you to those two. But yeah. yeah, this new heart thing. I want to hear about this. Okay, let's go down the rabbit hole. There they go, down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. So we're going to go to um, the early 90s, I believe it was 91, and uh, uh, Newhart was the second show for Bob Newhart on the CBS network, uh, laying the groundwork for you youngins out there. The Bob Newhart show was a revelation and was a huge hit for CBS. It aired on Saturday nights uh, with the Mary Tyler Moore show and Carol Burnett anyway. And then uh, Bob Newhart did a second series called Newhart where he uh, owned an inn in Vermont. That's the one I remember. And it was the the whole town was filled with with odd characters. Anyway, um, so Bob 
uh, around season six, was uh, at a party and uh, was having problems with the network. And uh, CBS kept jerking them around and moving the time slot. And Bob was getting frustrated. So at a party, his wife said, well, um, if you're going to wrap this up this year, I have an idea. Now, this is the year that Dallas had just done the dream season. And St. Elsewhere on NBC had wrapped up their show claiming the entire run of the show was the vision of a boy with autism in a snow globe. So there were two of these dream things floating around in the zeitgeist. Bob Newhart's wife was the one that said, Bob, when you wrap this up, you should do a dream thing that this whole thing, the whole Vermont, the whole Newhart show was a dream. And Bob said, well, that could be funny because I have an idea and it involves my old show, the Bob Newhart show. And Bob's wife said, yeah, why don't you make it all a dream and you wake up in the bed (laughs) of your wife from the Bob Newhart show where his his wife in the Bob Newhart show was the great Suzanne Plachette. So... So to keep this, so Bob ended up signing on for two more years. So in season eight, Bob's like, we're done. And he called Suzanne Plachette, his wife in the original show, and said, this is a go. (laughs) We're going to do this. So here's Bob talking about the secrecy around this whole idea. We actually, that scene never appeared in a script because we knew that um, the tabloids would get a hold of it. And would say final episode of Newhart or final episode because they do it all the time. Final episode of something. So we put a, a scene in there uh, where I get hit in the head with a golf ball. I go up to heaven. I have this conversation with God, who's George Burns, which we never intended to shoot. We never contacted George Burns, but the tabloids get final episode of Newhart. Bob talks to George Burns. And, and no, they didn't say they didn't say George Burns. They said. Uh, Bob meets God, and it's either going to be George Burns or George C. Scott, one or the other. It's going to play God. So we said, oh, okay. They fell for that. They fell for that. (laughs) They fell for that, and then uh, they proceeded to go on with the planning. And this is what's interesting about how they pulled this off. They literally told the cast the day of the taping. Uh, I told the cast that morning. Um, We rehearsed all all day final day the crew went to dinner and they came back and we said we've added a scene so you, camera a goes here b goes here c goes there and just you, there's your shot there's your shot and there's your shot and just when we pull the floater um <clears throat> which hides the, the the set from the audience yeah, let me explain that. A floater is like a giant scrim, my talkers, that hides the entire set from the studio audience. So Bob had requested a scrim hide the bedroom set that they had built, the exact bedroom set from the Bob Newhart show. So neither, so the studio audience wouldn't see the set until they wanted them to see it. Uh, just start your cameras and just keep, no matter what happens, just keep going. We brought Susie in from two sound stages over and brought her, snuck her in, and we put the floater in there. And they pulled the floater away, 
and the audience recognizes the bedroom set. And they start applauding. They started applauding even before they saw Susie or myself. They started applauding. They recognized the bedroom set. Susie as in Suzanne Plachette. So they kept this a secret from the cast, and the whole the 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 whole thing uh, was was secret. The only person that knew was Bob, Suzanne Plachette, Bob's wife, and the director. And here is Suzanne Plachette, because remember she's being kept in a secret room for six hours. Oh Lord! Uh, yeah. When it was the last year, the producers called me one day and they said, "We're calling about." I said, "I know what you're calling about." They said, "You do." <laughs> I said, it's all a dream. Oh. So I said, are they really going to let you do this? They said, yeah. Bob had let Suzanne Plachette in on the secret two years earlier. Oh, okay. So we had a code name when I would call him back so it wouldn't be me. They wrote a fake ending where Bob is up to heaven and is with God. And the cast was trying to guess who was going to play God. Oh, is it going to be Rickles or, you know. They built the set in secret. The only one who knew was Dick Martin, because he was directing. And of course, people who built the set were figuring something out. They did not tell the cast until 20 minutes before we did it. And they hid me in a trailer for six hours with no phone. You don't do that to a woman like me. No shopping, no phone, what are you kidding? We were so nervous, because we couldn't rehearse. And uh, I said, they couldn't rehearse if you missed that part. Bob, if that, if that light fixture isn't where it was in, you know, 19, whatever the last year was, 70, whatever, eight, they said, I'm going to be wham banging on the wall till the lights come down. And just before we were in bed, you know, they put a coat over it, they came, and Bob and I were holding hands, and he said, wait for the laugh. And I said, what if there isn't one? <laughs> Wait for the laugh. Oh, so before, how cute. So before I roll the actual clip, which they had to edit out how long the applause was, I mentioned that Colin's family is involved in this because yeah. in the plot of the final episode, Bob sells the end to a Japanese company. Yes. The, the actor that portrayed the CEO of that Japanese company is Colin's Uncle Saab, who is a legendary Japanese actor. Um, he's been in every show imaginable. If you Google Saab, uh, you will see him and you will. Re- he's played everything. He's been in Law and Order. He's been in Friends. He's been in Knott's Landing. He's been on Seinfeld. And he was in a moment. In, and I always have to remind Saab every time I see him. Saab, you do know you were a part of television history. So here is the scene um, <laughs> as it aired on CBS, the moment the audience sees the bedroom set. Ah! All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. <laughs> honey, <clears throat> honey, wake up. You you won't believe the dream I just had. Mm. What? 
don't you want to hear about it? She rolls over, turns on the light. Bob, what is it? Well, I, I was an innkeeper in this crazy little town in Vermont. I'm happy for you. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing made sense in this place. I mean, the 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 maid was an heiress. Her her husband talked in, in alliteration. The the handyman kept missing the the point of things. Huh. And then there were these. Three woodsmen, but only one of them talked. That Dear settles it. No more Japanese food before you go to bed. <laughs> That's awesome. The final episode of New Heart, uh, regarded oh. as one of not only one of the best series finales ever, but one of the best moments in television. TV Guide ranked it in the top ten. So there we go. What fun that must have been. Oh, yeah. All the secret around it, the secrecy. How good. How fun. Oh. That's fun TV right there. When we come back, she's fun TV too, Elizabeth Reese. Uh, but we have a we have a, a half price deal too, right? Yes. Uh, it's Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. Uh, it's a pair of tickets for dinner and a show to see Chan Hassan Dinner Theater performance. Normally $200 at just half price. It's the main stage musical um, and it's just $100 per voucher. The Music Man is July 2nd. Tickets are on sale now. Go to mytalk1071.com Keyword deals for this offer. Elizabeth Reese is next. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert
Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Elizabeth is off for a couple days, so Dawn McClain will be filling in with the hottest entertainment stories of the day. Hello again, Dawn. Hello. Okay, first I'll start with the Tiger Woods story. Um, authorities released, the L.A. County Sheriff released the primary cause of the wreck yesterday that seriously injured Tiger Woods. It's, uh, gosh, that happened back in February. It seems uh, yeah. sooner than that. Um, but he was driving 84 to 87 miles per hour when oh, he crashed goodness. into this median. That's twice the posted speed limit of 45. Uh, it was also a downhill curvy stretch of the road. It was going oh. 75 when it collided with a tree on the other side of the roadway more than 100 yards away. Um, so another thing that they that people have noticed, they got this all from the black box data recorder that's in the car, and it showed that he was hitting the gas. There was no pressure at all on the brake. So they think that he was just distracted, um, that he accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake. I did that when I was 16 once. I did just for, first learned to drive, so it can happen. Um, oh, yeah. They did not do any type of um, breathalyzer. They didn't uh, do any kind of uh, checking for drugs or anything in his system. He seemed like he was um, he was dazed, but he didn't have any signs of impairment. So um, they did not take any of that information in. Um, and now Tiger hmm. has spoken out just about the incident. Uh, he thanks the first responders and also the Good Samaritans who came to assist him and called 911. And he also says that he plans to play golf again. Yeah. I wouldn't count him out, but my goodness, the speed. That is just... Yeah. You know what? He's probably done that so many times and so many other people. Oh, yeah. That also, Taking this that stretch of like road, that. it is known for high speeds. They have uh-huh. crashes all the time. And they actually, right past where Tiger crashed, they actually have a runoff road mm-hmm. for people that are going too fast yep. that they can divert and take this side road that's off the main way so they don't crash. So that is, um, it's just notorious for those kind of incidents. So he's not alone in that. That's kind of explains more about what's going on with that whole thing. I'm just glad that he lived and he is too. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I mean, it's such a cliche and it's like lucky to be alive, but no, 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 no. Seriously. <laughs> lucky to be alive. For sure. Yeah. Well, Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiples for him. Yeah. This right. other car crash and other things. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a Scandals. DUI before. So that's, yep. you know, of course, that's what people are going to suspect whenever whenever they heard about this. Yeah. Okay. Transitioning to a really fun story about Shaq. He oh. um, was in an Atlanta area Zales jewelry store looking to purchase some new earrings. And he saw a guy who was asking how much he still had to pay on an engagement ring he had on layaway. And Shaq walked up and offered to pay it off for him. It oh, that's awesome. And now the guy cool. didn't want to accept to it, but that. they talked about it and he eventually agreed. He didn't intend on the story getting out he just wanted to make a person happy but someone was filming him in the store and they put it up on social media and it went viral so um 
during the uh, NBA after show on TNT on Tuesday, Shaq said, quote, I saw the guy. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off the ring? He was a young kid, a hardworking guy. And I said, you know what? Tell your girlfriend I got it. Take care of her. Uh, oh, he told the guy not to Shaq. worry that he does it all the time. So I guess he's doing this all the time. Um, that's awesome. I'm sure the balance was like nothing to him. So seriously, that's like <laughs> yeah. in his back pocket. Like, yeah. Yeah. Another thing he did, he said that he and his mother were recently furniture shopping and he offered to pay for a mom who had an autistic daughter. Um, I'm into making people happy. So whenever I leave the house, I just try to do a good deed. And there's videos of, oh my gosh, it's just I so think great. The four of us have talked about this. I, if we were all stupid rich, because that's yeah. what Shaq oh. is. Oh, when yeah. You know what I'm going to say. When you get to this point of stupid rich, yeah. this would be what's fun. I, You know, uh, not Chelsea Handler, but um, uh, another comedian. I Oh my God. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer always talks about the best thing, the most fun she has with stupid money is the fact that you can do stuff like this. You know, tip tip a server. Yes, leave giant tips that mean nothing to you, but can be, here's another cliche, can literally be life changing, can help pay rent. You know, my goodness, I remember in my 20s, if somebody would have left me like a thousand (laughs) dollars. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that would have I would have cried. Yeah, that That happened to me once. I was working on the Spirit of Boston in yeah. Boston, the Boston hmm. Harbor, and um, Jay Z, Eve was there, Lil Kim was there. They had a whole after party on the boat, and they tipped all of us because we're all servers on every deck level. There were three different levels. Uh, we each got five hundred dollars, and oh. I remember as a college student just like getting that money and just like, oh, oh my gosh, out. yeah, it's huge. Oh, that's so awesome. Way to go, Shaq. For more of these stories, go to mytalk1071.com, please, for all for all of us. Please do that. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, Dawn's list of the most overrated movies. The argument continues next. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Phobias. Anything that really... Phobias. An wow. unnatural, unnatural. Well, I'll tell you what left in my mind. Un- I mean, I'm not prepared for this. Well, it's okay. An unnatural fear of something. Well, a lot know? of people are afraid of the dark. It has acrophobia. Right. A fear of heights. Yeah. Yes. We haven't prepared this. Uh, well, we, I'll tell uh, you what left to my mind. You know, we are. Sub- I do not like balls coming toward me. That's called testophobia. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. <laughs> wow. Home run, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> the timing. That, he had some uh, time to think that up with all the laughter. Yep. Gave him that's, a second. That's great. That voice is familiar. That's the great Madeline Kahn from so. Young Frankenstein and I love her. Clue. Oh, I love. Oh my gosh, what a what a what a loss, man. Her and Gilda, I think, of two comedians mm. who we lost so soon mm-hmm. that too early. That my goodness, the stamp they could have continued to oh, have made. Yeah, for sure. I I really do mourn what we lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. because can you imagine? As they got older, I just... They, like Betty they, White's oh. age. I mean, they could have had another whole career. Oh, 
Gilda, both of them would have just, oh, Gilda, my goodness. I I love her so much. I just adore Gilda Radner. Anyway, uh, 836, we are going to continue a conversation that we had yesterday. Uh, We love, we have a love-hate relationship with lists on the show. Um, We like good ones, and boy, oh boy, will we rip apart a bad one. And we're not quite sure where this one is, so let's continue with this. This list, this list. Once again, if you didn't hear this yesterday at this time, this list comes from a Reddit thread that BuzzFeed put up. These are the top 15 answers. Somebody said, what movie do you think is overrated? And these top 15 had the most agreements and likes and comments underneath them. So I went through the first five yesterday, which happened to be, just to recap, The Breakfast Club, Titanic, American Sniper, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and The Notebook. Now, coming in at number six, doesn't have a lot of description, but got a lot of likes. Personally, I think The Hunger Games was overrated. Mm. I like this movie. I like the whole trilogy. I don't like Jennifer Lawrence, really, but I do like these movies. I I like them. I don't capital L love them. Okay. Um, But I, yeah, I like them. Um, I don't know. I I think maybe that, you know, a, a tad, but a tad, not that bad, not that, not egregious, not egregiously overrated. No, that's my okay, take. I don't agree with this on the list. It shouldn't be on there. Okay. At it was all? overrated. Wow. No. Okay. okay. All right. This one is really going to piss off my boyfriend, MC, because this is one of his favorite movies. He has a framed poster, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh. Um, oh, is that overrated? Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, um, so the person on Reddit said it's boring. It's the same joke over and over again. Uh-huh, Scott Pilgrim uh-huh. is also an extremely unlikable, quote, nice guy who literally spends the entire movie killing his love interest boyfriends. Oh. Uh, I've never um, seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, oh, MC, I love you, um, but... Yeah, I'm with him. I'm with, yeah, overrated. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I like the movie. It's like, um, okay, so the premise aside, it it plays out like um, a comic. So there's action sequences that have like pop, bang, wow, like an old Batman cartoon. So they make it like a video game. And there's like points that he gets from killing people so it's like video game style that's probably why he loves it so much mm-hmm. um alexis all those pop figures that i had on he'll find that's right those that are was... all scott pilgrim pop figures he has Ooh. one left that he doesn't have Ooh. yeah yeah um, yeah i haven't seen this yet so it doesn't doesn't sound like something i'd like though okay <laughs> this is yeah, I, I that's my thing. It just wasn't my cup of tea. So yeah. I actually, to be fair, I probably am not the greatest person to deem it uh, overrated or not because it's just not a film that I enjoyed. So yeah. what's weird is I had seen it, but I didn't remember seeing it until I looked it up on the Google. And now I realize, yeah, I've seen it. It was very unmemorable for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I certainly didn't hate it. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Um, moving on, the next one um, I have not seen, but um, it is a movie with uh, 2009. It has Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Zoe Deschanel, and it's called 500 Days of Summer. Yes. Okay. Oh, I loved that movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> the only thing that they show... Like overrated movies? What? The only thing they show is it's like a GIF, and in the left caption, it has Zoe Deschanel and a good-looking dude. I think it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and they're sort of canoodling yeah. and talking, and, and under it, it says expectations. The next shot says reality and it's just the dude standing there drinking a beer <laughs> by himself <laughs> i kind of yeah. yep it's, uh, it's i i 2009 i didn't see it yeah i i liked this movie but i did not love it okay so yeah. Uh, yeah. slightly overrated in my opinion yes yes all right moving on did you guys see boyhood I think oh, the movie where the where literally was taped over like a decade, right? Um. Okay. Now I think that that is. Um. I think that is the same movie because that's exactly what I thought of as well, Jason. And yes. if it is, it has. It is. I just okay. looked it up. Yeah. Uh, yes, it yeah. has uh, Patricia Arquette. Ethan Hawke wrote it, and um, Richard Linklater is the one who filmed it. And it just, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it got a lot of buzz, but you know, then then it kind of went away, and people don't talk about it really anymore. So I don't know. I mean, if that's considered overrated, but it was. I thought it was a, a look. No other movie had ever done that, so yeah, you got to give and, the guy credit. Yeah, I mean, the kid literally grows up in the movie. Literally, and it's like <laughs> it's just. I think to put that much effort into a film, and I just thought it was a very tender, good slice of life, like coming-of-age movie. I think yeah. you would love it, Alexis, if you haven't seen Boyhood. I haven't seen this one either, but you, I, Alexa, remember, would like yeah. it. I remember all the hype, though. Yeah, it got nominated like, yeah. for Oscars, Best yeah. Director. Yeah. Let's finish up the rest on the other side of the break, plus I'll uh, announce today's uh, uh, Jump the Shark. But first, Listener Rewards, the month of April, real hot. My Talk Micro One Room Makeover. Enter to win a visit to Weeping Willows Acres. You can also win gift cards to Caribou, Bachman's, Aveda, and more. Sign up on our website. Back with more of the list and Jump the Shark next. This list, this list, it's a bunch of bull. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. We're continuing with the list uh, Don brought to us. Uh, the 15 most overrated movies ever in the history of the universe. What number are we on now, Don? Uh, we are on number 10. Am I really no. convinced about that? Yeah, I am. We We're are. on number 10. 10. <laughs> we have the top five. Yeah, yes, top yes. five. Okay. So the next one I kind of agree with. It was a cool concept when it comes to the sci-fi aspect of it, but it's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Yes. Okay. Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet. They're a couple who have a relationship that's kind of weird and quirky. They're quirky people. um, But what they do, they break up and they decide to have this medical procedure to have each other erased from their memories. And I found it incredibly sad. Like, it made me just sad. I I just felt bad, you know? It just... Oh, yeah. It showed off that Jim Carrey can be a serious actor. 
and a lot of people were talking about that, but it it just was no. sad. <laughs> I would rather I have an un oh, no un, un what an unspooled paperclip in my eye. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just oh, remember their chemistry wasn't that. Great. It was forced. It was kind yeah. of like hard to believe that they were actually in love. It just seemed like they were trying too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not. So we all agree on that we one. We agree with yep. that. Yep. Yeah. We're down with number 10. Now, the, the next one is the reason why I put it on the sheet anyway, because it makes me so mad. Um, somebody put Dunkirk on here. And it says, from a technical standpoint, it's very well done. The storytelling mechanic was unique and interesting, but I found myself not really giving an S about what happened. This Ooh. is like one of my favorite movies. I love Dunkirk. It's Christopher yeah. Nolan. It really reminds you how much the British put all of their heart and soul into trying to fight World War II. And yeah. put everything on the line and what they went through. It's about a group of soldiers um, that were surrounded by the German army in France, and they were just stranded there. And then at the same time, you had the same year, you had the movie Churchill, um, and then that was brilliantly played. So it was like the it was like the side of this two sides of the story. You know, yeah. it was just so cool that both of those movies were up for best picture at the same time. So I love Dunkirk. Yeah, I thought it was really great. Yeah, so that same. made me mad. Disagree with that one. Overrated at all? No, not at all. Okay, uh, La La Land is number twelve. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I never Bleak. saw it. No. Yeah. So overrated. So overrated. Okay. Oh, that's that's the whole reason this list was created. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, some people don't like this movie. Um, I'm okay with it. I'm not obsessed, but this is going to make some nerds mad. Donnie Darko. Somebody put, I thought yeah. it was brutal. Yeah, it's all right, but I, do, I don't get it. I don't get the hype. So I'm yeah. a big yes. Yep. Overrated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming up next is, uh, that's 1314 is, um, this one also made me so mad because it's one of my favorite movies ever as well. Last year, I finally got around to watching There Will Be Blood. I really liked the first hour oh. or so, and then I realized I had about two more hours to go. I was like, okay, I get it. This is a movie about a bad, weird white man who ruins everything. Seen a lot of movies like this. Is there going to be something more to this? And there wasn't. No. The rest of that no. movie was a chore that had nothing interesting to say. B.S. This is one of the really? best movies uh, yes, it is. It has oh, Daniel Day-Lewis in it, and he is a freaking genius in it. And I love the movie. Kenny, oh. you don't like it? hate <laughs> the movie. thought it was awful. You thought it was and awful? I thought it was full of awful characters that I didn't care about. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I just think it's a brilliant <sighs> movie. I've never seen it. Oh, Lex, have I. you seen it? Okay. Mm -mm. No. Nope. What's oh What's the final one, Don? It's really long. The final yeah, one it's... is Avatar. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Ab that's overrated. What? The, the ride is better than the movie. Okay. Yes. I've, never, I've never seen the movie. I know that's weird, but okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. It's well, not horrible. I, I'm not gonna they say horrible, but yeah. forever. Forever. And yes. Then I was like, oh, that's okay. that's it. Yes. And now we're waiting forever for another one. And there's yeah. actually three more. Three more that are coming out in the next ten years. 
whatever. Right. I'm over it. That. Okay. There you go. That's the list. There we go. It's time for Jump the Shark, everybody. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark, shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was Dump Amundo. Today's Jump the Shark, some pet owners. I'm one of them. Uh, I'm a pet owner. Uh, but uh, there's a growing... Uh, no, it's not me, but there's a there's a study out. I believe it was in the Post. There's a growing number of people putting their pets into therapy right now to help with post-COVID separation anxiety. Oh, boy. Oh. Nope. Pet therapy. Oh, what does that I, involve? Talk, I have no idea. Talk therapy? Uh, I love Dexter, yeah, I Mr. Big. But I shan't be sending them to therapy. I uh, no. I'm in therapy. I don't need my dogs in therapy. Yeah. I I read this and I was I, I got so I would oh my goodness I, 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 I. but I what am a of a scam. yeah but I'm a I'm a pet owner like I have friends I won't say their name but I have a friend that's like oh. Um, I can't go with you to the next place because I've been gone for 45 minutes. I got to get home to my dog. <laughs> and I heard a quote one time, which is is how I live my life. It's like pets come into your life, not the other way around. And and that's look, uh, I there my dogs are spoiled rotten. Dawn knows this. Sure. But oh my goodness, there is a limit. They are pets. <laughs> they are pets. Oh, and they were real jittery and. Had issues with thunder or Dexter does, but I'm not taking them to Doctor Washington. I, I, yeah, no. I'm just wondering, like, what kind of things? Yeah, they're taking them there for. No, oh, jump, wow. jump the shark to me. Shan't be yeah. taking my dogs to dog therapy. Not happening. Silly. Yeah, not doing it. Anyway, well, wow, we've done a lot today. We've talked Ooh. about rashes. scabies. We've talked about rashes. We've that's all I can remember. That's all I can remember, too. <laughs> Kids, if you're being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you and take care of your rash and your bites and all the stuff that's going on. It's so Good itchy right carry now. On. Oh. Get in the shower with head and shoulders. Oh, okay.